I've always been that very skeptical person in relationships when it comes to like moving in, when it comes to um, commitment. I'm going to be very honest with you. I've had commitment issues my entire life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Wait Holds Up, a podcast where we talk to homegirls, experts, and others to help us live our most authentic lives. I'm Jessica. And I'm Yerel. And like always, we're super happy that you're joining us today. Jess, how are you doing? Yes, I am so good. I am so, so good. Um, Actually, the funny thing is, y'all, I'm currently talking into a box um, an Amazon box to be specific <laughs> that has a little bit of foam on the bottom because I'm really trying to figure out the acoustics in my apartment. <laughs> I have high ass walls and everything just bounces off. And so um, I will share a photo of this. Absolutely. But I feel very silly because I'm trying to look <laughs> at Yarel, but at the same time, I have to keep my head in a box. Um, this is this is, this is how my 2021 is going. This is what we have wondering. to do, Jess. This is what we have to do. Listen, it's commitment, y'all. Never question our commitment. That's for that's for damn sure. But anywho, um, other than the fact that I'm talking into a box, I I feel really good. Um, you know, y'all, I'm currently in my robe. It is robe life, which is exactly how I want to live 2021. Cozy, um, comfy cozy, as I like to say. And actually, it's inspired a new series that we're going to bring y'all and we are going to have episodes every other week where it's just Yarel and I, and this is time for our cozy convos. So you can, you know, throw on your robe if you want, get a glass of wine. If you're driving, be safe. You know, you're still invited to the cozy party. But this is just our chance for us to, you know, literally kick back, have the ultimate girl talk, answer the questions that y'all have been sending us time and time again, and really just get down to it. So... I'm excited to kick off this series. I love it because I I, I really think it's going to be a thing. Next time, I'm going to get my robe on too. I'm going to get my yes. hair in a towel. I'm going to have yes. my kombucha <laughs> next to me. And we're going we're gonna to be chatting just kind of to a box, me to a computer <laughs> in a dark-ass room because this room has no light. Um, but it's all good. It's I like you say, it. Jess. It's the cozy, comfy vibes. And then also, like, you know, it's winter-ish right now, right? Winter? It's still winter, right? Yeah, it's cold in L.A. It's cold, bro. It's cold. Mm-hmm. I tried to go on a jog the other day. And the Ooh. moment that I set foot at the park, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way it's that's going to happen. It's not happening. Exactly. And I'm like, why am I going to put myself in this situation? And then I went back into my car and then I stopped at a coffee shop and I got myself some tea and I, it was all good. <laughs> I didn't have to put myself through that. I mean, I kudos, to any, kudos to everybody that, that, you know, works out with the weather, but Damn, for me, I don't know if it's just I'm always so cold, <laughs> yeah, cold-blooded, <laughs> that it's like I cannot do it. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. I actually think of like all the people on the East Coast or in Chicago or wherever it's called right now who actually get up and are motivated, even when you, you could go to gyms, to go to the gym when it's like dark and cold outside. Yo, that's right. the worst. That is I the mean, absolute worst. You know, I'm, I'm complaining and it's what, like 40, 50, but I mean, you're from New York, New Jersey, Jess. How cold does it get when you have to go and about, get the subway, go to work? Oh my gosh. Girl, it would be like 30, 28. Um, I mean, I, I've definitely experienced colder than that. But yeah, I it, it gets below freezing because 32 degrees is freezing, right? Yeah, it gets below freezing. And then when you're walking around in Manhattan, the buildings create just like wind tunnels. So it's like you're getting smacked around and it's just oh, like icicles uh-uh. like hitting your face. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not It's not pretty. It's definitely not pretty. So um, I'm a punk now. I have actually acclimated to LA weather (laughs) I am no longer like trying to like be that person that's like oh my gosh you guys are suckers I'm a total sucker I was wearing a coat (laughs) a down coat with like a fluffy hood the other day and I had had no shame (laughs) I will do whatever to be comfy cozy (laughs) I love I'm see it's a whole it's a whole theme it's a movement y'all it's It's a a movement. movement let's get comfy cozy together exactly exactly so our first for our inaugural episode. Ooh, actually, speaking of inaugural, congratulations. We have made it to a new administration. We have. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Um, I, you know, I know our last episode with Devi came out right after the inauguration, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it much, um, but... You all already know the enthusiasm, the joy, the peace that we're feeling with this one. So I'm going to be praying for them. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, they have they have a, a huge, you know, load of everything that they have to deal with. Undo things from the last administration, new policies, economic relief, like so many things. But it already feels different. I feel like it's just like kind of like a new way and a new thinking and like you you know you mentioned hope you mentioned like all these really good feelings that for some reason I feel like were put on hold in the last four mm-hmm. years because we were so we were so tense in like what was oh gonna gosh, happen you know yes. what I mean mm-hmm. like like well, the fact policy. that like we're not getting yeah the fact that we're not getting alerts like every five minutes of like some dumbass thing that he who shall not be named is tweeting I'm like Please, Jesus, keep him off all the social media for like forever. Um, so I'm very hopeful and, you know, recognize there's still work to be done. But at least we have at least there's adults back in the room. And for that, I am thankful. And I know the earth is thankful. And I know that so many yes. other people are. So, yeah, um, Mother Earth, so many, so many communities just in general. And we're going to uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to have some really interesting episodes and chats with amazing women that are tied and connected to Washington that are also going to be giving mm-hmm. us a scope onto like their lives and how do they, I mean, if for us, you know, we manage to be kind of con- in, in connected into politics, like there's another, you know, set of like amazing fearless women, including our VP who have really set the standard for how, you know, women in politics should act, what they what they need to stand up for, um, how they need to help others. So I'm really excited for what's to come this year, too. And, and these conversations oh, we're yes. going to be having. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so many 
badass women uh, just taking over and setting examples. And I cannot wait for those conversations. So y'all will have to tune in later in the season. And now officially kicking off (laughs) our cozy convo. Today, we are going to get into the topic of how we knew it was right for us to move into um, in rather with our partners. So I'm now engaged. I know. (laughs) Um, But I wasn't engaged when I first moved in with Marcos. And I know you and Alex have been together for over a year and a half now. Yeah, almost two years. Yeah, Uh yeah. So, um, you know, I'm going to let the newbie go first. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think, you know, Yarel, before your relationship with Alex, um, I know that there was a sense of like, where is my guy? Where is the right person for me? And, you know, you really found this amazing partner that um, is is great for you. And you all moved in together. Probably what some may say is like being, oh, quote unquote, pretty soon um, and early into the relationship. So I want, you know, to hear about your thought process, especially as like a very independent, as a very busy woman. And um, yeah, so tell me about it, girl. When and when did you guys start having the conversation? At what point in your relationship? Oh, Jess, you know me so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, I've always been that very skeptical person in relationships when it comes to like moving in, when it comes to um, commitment. I'm going to be very honest with you. I've had commitment issues my entire life. And I'm I'm one of my longest relationships. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) You are. Um, And I think it has to, it goes back to, for me at least, this is my interpretation of my kind of dilemmas with and my history in relationships, right? In romantic relationships. It was always, it's always been connected to having commitment issues that are intertwined with my daddy issues. Mm. Um, I truly do believe that, you know, as women, we grow up in in different environments. And as we grow up and as we um, start having relationships, uh, romantic relationships, a lot of things tie back to the way we grew up in our relationships to men, Mm -hmm. right? I grew up with, you know, I'm, I'm a daddy's girl all the way. My dad and I have an amazing, beautiful relationship. And in my relationships growing up, I always compared and I always wanted the men that I was dating to be like my father, right? To be as responsible, to be as an amazing husband and, and partner to my mother and like an amazing father and very progressive and, and, and curious and all these things that I admire. And whenever someone was not was not close to that, I was completely I would completely shut them out. So nobody was ever good enough, right? And I and I started building these commitment issues. And I think it wasn't until I reached an age where I was like, you know, I need to deal with my own shit and why where this is all coming from for when my guy, my my partner shows right. up, I'm ready. Right. And I'm and I'm and I've healed and I've acknowledged this shit so that I could show up for him in a very authentic, real, honest, beautiful way. And yeah, that's I feel like that's what happened when I met Alex. It was like I automatically knew that I'm like, he's it. He's it. He's the guy I've been waiting for. 
Do baby, if you're listening to this, please <laughs> shut this down off, okay? <laughs> Go listen to something else. Um, so yeah, so I, I kind of just knew and it was and it was so effortless. And you know how people say, you know, I think also like growing up, another thing was like, oh, love mm. is pain, right? Love is gonna hurt. love has to hurt. And I thought those relationships when I was younger, oh yeah, because they were problematic, because they were toxic, because they were just not right. good, not healthy. They they were it, the the pain that I felt. It meant mm. that it was good, and it wasn't until this relationship that I realized too that um, no pain is supposed. I mean, love is supposed to be peaceful. You're supposed to feel. I don't want to feel like butterflies everywhere. Yeah, you you are gonna feel them in some kind of way, but mm. I want to feel peace. I want the, the relationship to to go smooth. Um, to feel like it's not that hard, right? Like when you like someone, when you love someone. And yeah, so that, that I think that was kind of like, that's where I, I, I started with my relationship with, with Alex. And then it was just, it, everything felt like mm-hmm. so natural. Like, okay, we're official. Like him asking me out as a girlfriend, it was beautiful and mm-hmm. it was fast. And then us talking about moving in, it was also like, well, you know, I'm spending a lot of time here and you're spending a lot of time in my place. And it's kind of ridiculous that we're both paying, you know, for both our places. Like it's only reasonable for us to do this. And because we're trying to build a future together, like this is the next step that we should do. So it was just so effortless. It was like, so yeah, of course we totally should move in together. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Can you give me your closet? And that was that girl. Cause I saw your last closet. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, I mean, sorry, that was, that was it for, for kind of like for my, my journey in my relationship, even though it was also very interesting to live it out with my family, because it was also very difficult for them to, my parents, especially to come to terms with like, oh, wait, you're not going to get married before. Like, what, what, what are you doing? And it's like, well, mom, we're not, we've dated for a few months. Like, it's not. Well, then why are you moving in? And it was all these things that it was, that was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Just let me tell you, it was hard. I mean, my little, little brothers, my brothers that are younger had to be like advocating for wow. me to my mom, especially because she was so upset, so disappointed, was trying to take me to church <laughs> on Sunday, talk to the priest, like, you know, like, I don't cure know, her. Was like <laughs> yeah. turning around, cure her. I don't, she was trying to do everything she could. And then finally she came around realizing that, well, you know, I'm a grown ass woman. I, I, it is vital, I think, for relationships sometimes to understand the, the, um, the experience that comes with like sharing Mm -hmm. space with someone, right? There's like a saying in Spanish that says like, no conoces a alguien Mm -hmm. hasta que vives con ellos. Like you don't really know someone until you live with them. And that's (laughs) for damn sure. That's a hundred percent true. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was a little bit about my experience. And, you know, so far it's been good. It seems very seamless. Um, but did your parents, was there any hard feelings when you first moved in um, towards Alex by your parents? Oh, my mom, for sure. My mom was just like. Did she like take him aside and be like, what are your intentions with my daughter? Mm, not, not so much. My dad, my dad was a little bit more like that. My dad was like, well, you know, she works a lot and she is always doing all these things. Like, please take care of like, he, she was, he was much more, um, comfortable talking to Alex about that. But my mom, my mom was like, I don't, did, didn't, to the point that sometimes when I would talk to her, wouldn't even acknowledge, 
him as much. Oh shit. <laughs> she was oh yeah, yeah, no. Damn. <laughs> Her face is like, oh, shit. <laughs> um Oh yeah, she does not mess around. She does she was just like and she got over it really quick. Like she got over it like in like two weeks. I thought it was gonna be longer, yeah. like that period of her being a little having a bit of a little bit of anim- like animosity towards him and somewhat to me too, because I'm the only girl in my family. Mm. So I think for her, I've always broken those ideas that she's mm-hmm. had, right? I grew up in a super conservative home, in a super like old fashioned, you leave your house when you're married, right. all these things. So I, ever since I was young, I've always broken these things for my mom. Like I lived to college when I was really young and I left really far. So she was like, ah, yeah. you only leave your home when you're getting married. And then after that, living on my own, she was like, no. So I think she's, but at this point she was like, you know, you're a grown woman. You're been, you've been nothing but like helpful to us and brought us so much happiness. And we want mm-hmm, to see you happy mm-hmm. as well. And if this is your happiness, then by all means, we'll support it. it, it she got to that point, but it took a, a minute. Mm-hmm. It took a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it took a minute and it took and it took also too like ha- kind of her really testing the waters with even with Alex and like their relationship and their dynamic, even though, you know, he's all, he's just really great with her. But it was I think it was from her perspective and like from her um beliefs right and like what she wanted yeah I I think it's you know one of those especially like if parents want to um keep their kids like a certain mindset so it's more like are you putting this in my daughter's head you know are you the one who is like you know infecting her with these ideas are you forcing her like sort of like you know getting a temperature check and a pulse on that and but to your point I I think I totally agree with that sense of you sort of breaking down all of the things that she thought was going to be how you conducted your life and how it would be for her little girl. Even though you're the oldest, you're still her little girl, right? And so there's those expectations. Um, But I I love it. And also, this is the first time I've heard you say that when you met Alex, you knew he was the one. Like, y'all, you sounded like... uh, Don't tell him. (laughs) Don't tell him this. (laughs) <laughs> forget it I feel like a proposal is coming after this episode <laughs> I, I'm still dealing with my commitment issues okay Jess, okay, okay, okay. That's, that's a whole nother comfy, uh, no, cozy no, no. combo another time <laughs> that's a whole nother co- cozy combo for sure because I also want would love for you to share with us your your proposal and also like how's it been for you um, for you know, planning your wedding, which is another another yes. cozy combo. Yes, um, a whole another day. But I know, I mean, you you dated Marcos for a few mm-hmm. years, right? Before you got engaged. Yeah. So how was how was your um, prior to you moving in together? Your relationship and how did it end up with making that choice of living together? Well, you know. Marcos doesn't listen to the podcast, so I could say straight up <laughs> that it was not love at first sight. <laughs> what? It was yes. not like, oh my God, I know I'm marrying this guy. And I'm okay with that. I think at first I was, you know, when you hear it, you're like, oh, is it supposed to be that way? But no, I I think Marcos to me has always been, and honestly, actually one of the things now that I respect and admire about him is that he is one of the most genuine people that I know, but he Mm. does not open up to everybody. You've got to like 
get into his mm. circle, you know? And so when I first met right, him, right, right. he was very shy. He was very quiet. He was very reserved. Um, I remember I had to tell him, you know, you can ask me questions too, because I just was like, like I felt <laughs> like I, I mean, but also I'm a, I'm a journalist at heart. Right. So like I ask a million questions. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think that, because of that, it was almost like peeling back the layers of the onion. But every time I peeled back, like I found more and more that I loved. Um, and so, so yeah, so I think like that was our journey, which was very unique. And it, it was frustrating at the beginning because you want things to just be like, boom, 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 let's go. Um, but at the same time, I think it made us really like take our time with each other and getting to know one another. And then mm-hmm. when I met him, I had only been out in LA for like six months. So I had a one bedroom by myself and he would come and hang out, but you know, we lived pretty far apart. But by the time I moved into like, moved closer to him in my own one bedroom, I felt like he was there all of the time. So I lived there for one year and then he had roommates at the time. And so about after two years of dating, we moved in together. Um, and two years. After two years. And oh my God, girl, my parents were not happy um, at all. My There was definitely a sense of you should at least be engaged to this person. Um, right, right, you know, right. I, Going back years, it would have been you should have been married. Uh-huh. But I think at this point, um, at that, I think I was 30, 30 at the time. And it was like, okay, you should be engaged or what are your intentions? You know, where do you see this going? Their whole idea is like you don't need to try the milk before you buy the cow right. because it's like, oh, you know, all of them did it already and they lived together after not living. And was this... Before your parents? I mean, sorry, both of your parents or was it? It was, I felt like it was more my dad. Definitely more my dad than my mom. Um, And, you know, I think there's like a sense of protection, right? Like, well, what, and I don't know if it was that, that, that he felt like he didn't know Marcos completely. Because again, like they're 3000 miles away. And so at the time, their relationship was not as strong as it is right now. So more like, a, mm-hmm. is this guy going to even want to marry you if you guys live together? Are things going to yeah, progress? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to yeah, like yeah. get what you want out of this? Or are you going to be like the pendeja who was like, well, I moved in with him and I and now not, we're not progressing. We're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. I mean, and then he made me wait. <laughs> no, no, I would say it was it was mutual because I also then to your point about taking that time to like healing trauma and stuff like that. I think Mm -hmm. I did my, a lot of my healing of trauma in the relationship because Mm. moving to California made me actually look at that trauma that I hadn't recognized as trauma. I think like one of the magical things Mm -hmm. about being out here is, um, Everyone is, and also just the times, is everyone's a lot more into soul care, self-care, looking at where your triggers are. You know, one of my great friends out here, she was the one who put me on to meditation. Um, so, like, all of these things that, like, I hadn't done when I was back in New York. And when I was back in New yeah. York and Jersey, it was about, like, the hustle of, like, how far can I get in my career? How can I make things happen? And so being with someone and living with someone it started out amazing and then it was like okay we've passed our fairy tale phase of us living together and so it's more like 
why and me recognizing my pattern so I felt like I was dealing with like my own trauma and going through like why am I sad right now why did I just like get pissy with that person when they didn't even they just asked me if I want pancakes I don't know you know whatever it may be so like like just like catching those things where those moments where it may have been like you might have gotten an attitude with your parent when you were younger I don't know where or your sibling but now this is your partner Mm. this is the person that you love and you want to build a life with um so for me I'm like I don't want to take advantage of you I don't want to just like throw those feelings around for anything and you know we're cancers Mm -hmm. so we're mad moody so (laughs) I had to like check that so I think for me, um, whereas for you, it's like a commitment thing. I don't think mine's a commitment thing. I think mine has been about um, the expectations that come in with the relationship, but also putting outward expectations mm-hmm. on my personal mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. and learning how to like shunt, like shake that off and let no longer let like what I see on Instagram or what I hear from other people, like let that even dictate how I feel about my relationship. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I know what I have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that all happens with us living together. Um, because I was exposed to, to just different things that I don't think that would have happened had we not been lived together. But I just think it's so funny that both of us as like 30 something year olds, women, like I was nervous to tell my dad, (laughs) I was like, so I just think it's so funny how it's like, we'll always be those like baby girls. Right. Right. Like, I I think that's what my dad told me at some point too. He's like, you know, don't think that it doesn't, it's not disappointing or anything. He's like, it's just a parent. Sometimes we have these ideas, right. And we envision. And then I remember telling my dad, like, just because we're doing this doesn't mean that's not going to happen. You know, that just because we're doing things in a different Mm -hmm. order, different than what you did maybe mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's not what I want or that's not what I what's 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 going to be some what's going to be something that I also going to give to you because it's important to you um yeah for sure right. it was it was I remember going going back and like it took me like two months to tell my parents I just could not I was so nervous <laughs> and, and worried and and it was one of those things like you say just like them having different expectations wanting something had envisioned something different and then when you tell them like oh I switched the order of these things they're just kind of like but wait a minute what's in it for you what's what's gonna happen if this doesn't and it's like you know what I get it I get it like I, those things are are very important to think about but how about you're just happy for me right now you know how about you just support mm. me right now and you know I'm not 20 yeah. years old that maybe I'm young and I haven't lived and experienced I'm old enough to know better. I'm old enough to take care of myself. If things don't work out, they don't work out. Like, well, that's the thing, right? It's like, it's not even about, I promise nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah. It's I, I, I need you to trust right. me. And I need you to trust that, like, I need to make decisions for myself. And if I fall on my ass and come out of this, like, heartbroken or whatever... I don't need it. And I told you mm-hmm. so. I need I need you to be there mm-hmm. for me because, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that we really want from our parents right, right. is that support and that sense of like, look, you're you are at this point where you can make your own decisions as long as it's not putting you in physical danger you know, or your soul in danger and we're trusting that this person treats you great and is an awesome individual because we trust you, then 
Like, I'm not going to ask for you to put yourself in a situation where you know it's 100% a guarantee because there isn't, there's no such thing. Right, right, right. right. I, just need, I just need you to have my back, you know? Um, so I think ultimately that's what it came down to for both of our parents is that, like, they have our back. Yeah. And, I mean, now my parents are obsessed with Marcos <laughs> and, you know, and it's, like, the cutest thing ever. And they come and we have a second bedroom and they stay with us. Mm. And so I um, it's, it's all worked out. And I think it's actually allowed, obviously, for Marcos and I to get closer, but even for my family to then get closer to him because they see how great of a host he is and how hospitable he is and all of these other things. But it definitely um, it takes it takes time for people to to get used to the idea that the dream that they had in their head is no longer how it's going to play out. And I mean, if it, that we we were dealing with that a couple of years ago, and if anything, we're reminded of that even more so now Absolutely. with COVID. Absolutely, so. and that's beautiful too. You know, I love that you said that about like the circumstances and now the way that you did things or the way that you, um, you know, have adapted in your relationship and changed and evolved and grown has also been a reflection of like your his your partner's relationship with your family because you love you know mm-hmm. you're so close to your family you're you know you we're i think we're both extremely blessed to come from uh, you know a very positive and beautiful you know home environment right loving where totally. we were very privileged in that sense we got to experience so much with our loved ones that when you include someone else when you bring in someone else you only sometimes also ex- not not want to say expect but really wish that the pieces kind of come together, you know, effortlessly, right? Oh, yeah. And I could tell... You got to fit the you puzzle. You got to fit the puzzle. <laughs> you got to... You do. And then whether it's different personalities, different backgrounds, different ideas, it's like all really coming in for the purpose of being happy, sharing, you know, really living and making making space in your life for all of these things, including now, like your parents. I love that you travel with your parents. You and Marcos travel with your parents, you know, when we were able to travel. I know. <laughs> um, but, you know, you guys travel so much and you guys do all these, you know, you guys have go on weekend trips. I think that is so beautiful and mm-hmm. is also a reflection of how you've um, really grown into your relationship and how you've brought your family with you along for the trip, totally. you know, and have shared this aspect of your life with them. Totally. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's so hopeful to see that evolution. So if you're sort of in this space where you're like, I want to make this move or I'm struggling because my parents don't understand me. I think, you know, to Yarel's point, like take a look behind the curtain and try to understand why there's hesitation on their part. Is it because of the fact that, you know, they have this ideal that you're not living up to? um, Or does it go deeper Mm -hmm. than that? And ask them to explore it with you. I think that that, as long as they're open to it, which hopefully as an adult, like they respect any conversation that you bring to them for you to explore together, I think you both can gain understanding from it. So good luck out there. Yes, good luck and be also hold that space to, uh, yeah, to, to just listen to them and maybe have these these conversations where you can uh, really get to see what they're feeling. You, you might be surprised with why they feel this certain way, why they're hesitant. And at the end, you tell them what it is, too, that you want to gain from your experience, your relationship and also your relationship with them. A thousand percent. Um, so that's 
all we got for y'all today. This was our very first cozy combo, and we hope you all enjoyed it. If you have any topics you want us to discuss, please um, either DM us at Weight Holds Up Pod on Instagram, or you can email us at hola at weightholdsuppodcast.com. We appreciate y'all so, so much, and we would love if you left us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars. Please. Yes. Until next time, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.